Ben's back. Yeah, Ben's back. Sweet. (laughs) What a few days. Yeah, you had a rough... uh, Rough start to the week, Jesus! Your your beginning to the week is like everyone's beginning to the year. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. It's getting harder and harder not to take 2020 personally. Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark Lefave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio Underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. So yesterday, let's see, I woke up. My dog had had a heart attack on Monday night. So we had to take him to the vet. We thought we were going to lose him two or three times through the night. He's still with us, but he's he's on uh, $800 worth of medication that I don't have. Uh, and uh, let's see, what else did I have? Oh, the truck broke down. Oh, well, yeah. And, and my wallet's missing. Jesus. It's like Mark said. It, it's a country. I've got a country trilogy right there. That's a, it, that's like a that, that, that's yeah. a three album box set. The dog's dying. The truck broke, and my wallet's gone. Good okay, Lord. Lord. Can how'd, you get your, how'd you get your dog to the vet with no truck, and then how'd you pay for that medication with no wallet? We that's have, what I want to know. We have two vehicles and a credit card. <laughs> oh, luckily. thank God. Yeah. Shit, dude. So okay. So Jeez. let's. Can we? Can we? Can we tackle these one thing at a time? Yeah, one album. One can album we, at a time. We, can we go? One can album we go at through? a time. So sure. is your dog like? Is your dog okay? Like how did? He, no. Like what happened? Like how did you know? How did you know that that he was having a heart attack? Like did you walk in on him or something? Or like you don't have to go into it if you no, don't. No, 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 no. I, I don't. I don't mind. He um he he was going for a drink of water and he collapsed and I thought. Like the, the bowl went for uh, he's got one of those metal bowls. So it made a big clang bang and water went everywhere. And he's lying on the ground, looking up at me with his legs splayed out. And I thought, and I went to pick him up and he's whimpering and everything. And I thought, okay, did he slip? Like, was there some water on the floor? Did he slip? What happened? Then as it turns out, he collapsed. Mm, so wow. Doug has, uh, Doug's got congestive heart failure. Um, Fuck, and his lung, his heart, the vet said through the x-ray, they've never seen a heart this enlarged and a dog this size. Like he, he's very lucky to be alive sort of thing. And here I was. And I mean, this is what made it tough. Like uh, for anybody who's lost a pet, when you put them down, you have a little bit of time to be ready for it. Uh, I was playing fetch with him on Saturday. And I mean, he was chugging like he always does. And the, I, I told the vet that I said, Jesus, she said, you, you're lucky he's alive. Like he <laughs> no stress. So yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of because Doug's always been a very active dog and we, we have to keep everything calm. Like when we come in the house, it can't be excitement. Oh, hi Doug, where he's jumping up and down and all that sort of shit. Like it's gotta be, everything's gotta be Zen for the dog. Mm. We just had, we just had this tough. thunderstorm overnight, which freaks him out all the time like a lot of dogs. So he's trembling and freaking out. His heart's pounding a million miles an hour. It just, it's, uh, we don't know what we're going to do yet. We don't, yeah. we're going we're to see, we're going to see what happens with the medication. And if the medication works, then great. Doug could have up to, they're saying maybe six, seven months. Uh, if hmm. not, I mean, he, he could go anytime. So, yeah. Um, I don't want him to go anywhere. Uh, we don't, but uh, we won't see him suffer either. So we're, we're, we're yeah. going to see, you know, it's a quality of life thing now. Um, and it's horrible because I mean, both of us work. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to leave the house. Like 
Amanda had to come home during the day yesterday. Her daughter's here with him, but he was having an episode, so she had to come racing home. And just right now, it's just more. There's just arrangements that we're making in the short term here until we see if he's going to come through this. But him being alone terrifies me. Like I, mm, yeah, that's when he not- when he was at the vet, we had to leave him at the vet because of the. COVID right now, you can't even go into the, the veterinary office with your dogs. We had to leave them there and then come home and sit by the phone. And that was Fuck. torture. And I, I thought that, that, I mean, I was so scared on Monday night that, oh my God, he's not even going to get to come home. Right. So, um, that was, that was a, I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> Sorry. That was a huge sort of blessing, I guess, was that we just got to get him home. So, um, we'll see, we'll see where it goes. If I, you know, I am, I'm one of those, I, I don't call my pets fur babies. I think that's just the silliest thing in the world, but <laughs> I, can't, I can't picture you doing that. I'm, glad no, you don't. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a, I'm not a fur baby guy, but, I, but, I, but okay. But I'll say this, I'll say this. Like when, when Amanda and I, we went on our last week long, went to Jamaica three years ago, back when I could afford such things. And we went to Jamaica for a week and we were gone for, you know, eight days, your standard vacation or whatever. And uh, I won't lie, and I, I don't know how Amanda would answer this, but on the on the way home, I wasn't thinking, I can't wait to see the kids. <laughs> I couldn't wait to see the dog. I'm like, I can't wait to get home and see Doug. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. No, I hear you, man. I hear you. We had, uh, I mean, prior to having the the two da- their daughters that we have, we had two dogs, and you can ask anybody that knew us, like, we didn't call them our fur babies, but it was, you know, I mean, they were our kids. Like <laughs> those were our two kids. We had Casey and we had winter and uh, it's, that's the way it's uh, that's the way it was. Um, we, I mean, thankfully, well, I guess, thankfully our dogs had like deteriorating back ends. So like they're, they're walking and they're, they just started sinking lower and lower to the ground. So mm. we had, you could see it coming and then we made kind of had to make that appointment that, after a while. That was our last. Way- yeah, and our, our fear, time. yeah, our fear was that you know what I mean. Their legs are going to get so bad that, Doug, like you Doug. said, Benny, sorry, you go to squirrel. work. <laughs> <laughs> you go to work and you come back, and I was so scared that one of them was going to fall down the stairs or something like that. I was right. going to come home to that. So, yeah, Sam, um, well, yeah, our last dog, his back legs went it went, and when I saw him roll back down the stairs, it was just like, oh god, yeah. okay, we got to make the appointment. Like it, this is this, yeah, is, this is no life, and and dogs and cat. Dogs especially will not let on that they're suffering, right? No, not at all. It's not at all. Whole pack mentality thing. Like I got to keep up with the pack. Yeah, our so, vet so basically just. Anyway, so. Yeah, our vet basically just said take the four things that your dog likes to do, and once they can't do two of them, then it's time to start. It's time. About, you know, I mean, if they like to go for walks, if they like to go for car rides, and they can't jump up in the car without shitting themselves, you know what I mean? Uh. Like there's, there's lots of decisions that you have to, and it sucks. It sucks. Yeah, no, it's awful. Okay, so so, and okay, so what happened to your wallet? I don't know. <laughs> you yeah, tell me. Two. Somewhere, somewhere, somewhere in the madness of it all, uh, I, it's. I mean, I keep checking my bank accounts. Nobody has taken it. Nobody remember is. Told, nobody has remember, tapped my account down to zero or anything. But I can. Remember, I told you that story about that lady when I was walking home in that snowstorm that pretend or that pretended she had a seizure and stole my wallet. Yes. Maybe fucking Doug stole your wallet yesterday Maybe. when you picked him mm. up. <laughs> I, I, it's driving me crazy because I mean, wallets are my my safe item. I'm really bad with keys. 
I lose my keys constantly. My mm. phone never and my wallet never. I've lost I'm going to be 50 this year. I've lost one wallet in my lifetime. That's it. Oh man. And that was Two. that was 30 years ago. <laughs> so I, it's been a long time since I've been it, it's driving me nuts. You know, it's, it's just one losing of your wallet sucks, man. Oh, man. Like, you, like you, there's so many little different. You have to remember what's in there for one, and then there's so many yeah. little things you need to replace, and they're all a pain in the ass. And how Especially, can I get you know, anything without my birth certificate? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you basically made it so I don't exist. Yes, well, yeah. luckily I keep, I keep my my passport and my birth certificate. I, I stuff in my sock drawer. So just just for that reason, like, well, with the passport obviously it's not going to fit into my wallet, but I, like I, I keep the two in mm-hmm. case I'm ever missing. ID. I don't have this because starting from scratch, I've never had yeah, to do it, had to but do I it. cannot imagine starting from scratch. Like, okay, I, I, I need a license. Well, we need this to prove that, but I don't have that. Like, I cannot fathom. And even even still, if it in fact is missing, and, and, and I, you know, I had to have, I keep checking the account, nothing's going on. So I don't think the wallet's been, if, if it were stolen, somebody would have tapped my cards dry by now, you would think. Yeah. Nobody steals a wallet just so they can have a wallet full of cards, right? Yeah. So, uh, it's for show. Yeah. And I have my my uh if you were to if you were to find it and say which one is mine, it is the one that says bad motherfucker on it. I yeah. have a my I've got the pulp fiction wallet with That's the, sweet. Yeah. So if that's missing, it's a bummer. And, now the person that stole that, the person that stole that's walking around thinking, not such a bad motherfucker anymore, are you? <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> luckily, like I do, I've mem- I have my license plate or my license driver's license memorized, all that shit memorized. Really? So, yeah. So even if I were to be like pulled over, can I see your license? I could at least say no <laughs> right now, but I do know the number if you want to look me up, sort of thing. And that wow. actually, actually that happened once. I, I didn't have my wallet. I didn't lose it, but I didn't have my license, and a cop pulled me over for uh, I was doing seventy and a fifty or whatever. I was a little bit over. Not ridiculously so, but anyway, he pulled me over and he said, uh, driver, I said, oh, shit, I don't have it. He said, oh, boy. And I said, but I do know the number. And he went, get out of here. I rang <laughs> off the number and he went and punched it in the computer and he came back and he said, I slow down. And that was pretty impressive. Let <laughs> 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 me be on my way. I was like, wow, okay. Never going to forget this number. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then, and then, and, the, and then your truck was the, the truck, other one, yeah, right? Yeah. No, the, the truck was uh, <laughs> it was just a, a bubble in the radiator, so my temperature just went. Um, and there's this big air pocket, and antifreeze wasn't flowing properly, so I took it. I've got a my mechanic is uh, Arnott's on Barton, Barton near Gage. And, and I, I don't care if this sounds like a shameless plug. He, he's a great guy. Like he took the truck in and looked at it and said, "No, you got an air pocket in there." So he he did what it, like he burped it. I guess is what they call it <laughs> to get the air bubble out of it. Topped it up with antifreeze and said, "Come on, pick it up." So that was like no charge. So that, wow. was, that was the one the, the one saving grace. And I didn't even want to fuck with karma on that one. So because he's done this for me twice now that for some reason I develop air pockets in the rat. I brought it back in in the hopes that that's what it is. And it was. And so he did it the first time for free. And then he did it again. The first time I said, what do I owe you? He said, nothing. Just come back and see me when you need me. I did with the same problem. And he said, again, the same I'm like, free okay. fix. Yeah, I said, okay, so uh, Joe, what time, what do I owe you this time? He said, nothing. Just come back and see me. And I said, I, no, like it. 
So um, when I was in there last time, it was on a Friday, and they had all ordered in pizza. The staff, they offered me some while I'm sitting in the waiting room. Hey, you hungry? You want lunch? That's kind of people they are. No, 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 I'm good. So I knew they had a, some sort of staff lunch every Friday. So just yesterday, I, I threw them 40 bucks. I said, listen, put this towards your pizza on Friday. I, I, nice. I, can't, I can't leave here knowing that you've worked on it. You know, this guy, he's like anybody. He's a mechanic. His time is money, and he's taking the time to help me out. So mm. I threw 40 bucks his way because I figured if I don't, it, it, karma is already kicking the shit out of me. I don't need <laughs> I don't need any more. Finding a, finding a good mechanic is key. Man. It is. It's like finding – it's like, well, maybe not for you two guys, but uh, finding a good hairdresser. Or, like, <laughs> <laughs> finding a good hairdresser is a big one, too. I was going to say it, and I'm like, oh, fuck, know your audience, Mark. No, uh, yeah, I, I, I did – I had uh, my mechanic, Ken McKenzie, retired about a year ago or so. And it, was, it is one of those things, like finding a good, honest mechanic who knows his shit and most importantly doesn't bullshit you. Like for, for yeah. all I know, I you know, I could have taken the ray. Said he could have just said the first time, "Oh yeah, your rad's yeah. shot. You need a new one, right?" Yeah. And then I'm paying yeah. five hundred dollars for a rad, and I'm paying him two hours labor to put it in, and I wouldn't have known any better. But instead, yeah. like he's one of those guys. No, no, no. There's no problem here. Let me just do this, do this, and you can be on your way. So, kind of cool. It, it, it's it okay. is it's, it's it's definitely peace of mind because. Knowing that you know when 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 something breaks that you're not going to get bullshitted. So mm-hmm. uh, that's Arnett's garage. Cool. Arnett engage. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody sing a jingle in the background. <laughs> no, a good mechanic is worth its weight in gold, man. Like I, it, that doesn't feel like a, a shameless like a plug dent- at all. Good yeah, de- yeah, a good dentist. I'll put on there too. Like a good oral hygienist that mm-hmm. doesn't butcher your mouth. Mm. That's. That's important. Yeah, I, my dentist. It's funny you say that because my dentist retired like five years ago, and the guy was insane. He was like, mm. "I'd like to see him play that board game Operation because he could probably just just <laughs> <laughs> clean the field without <laughs> without without a single error." The, the guy was unbelievable, and then he left. And I mean, the new the new person's good, but it's just different, right? Like mm. like she she's really good, but but he was. Uh, some, some above. Yeah, 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 exactly. Now it's like I, I, I mean, some of the dental hygienists that they have there are a little bit heavy-handed, which is, uh, you know, <laughs> not what you want at all. Yeah, all, all fingers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one thing that I've, I've, uh, I was thinking about this last night is um, during these times that we're in right now, it is, it's difficult to feel. Not st- well, I guess kind of sorry for yourself. Like, uh, honestly, yesterday I'm like, okay, I'm starting to take 2020 personally. <laughs> like, this this is not going well. But under these circumstances, uh, like, for, for, for people with mental health issues, because uh, I have anxiety, I have medication for it the whole bit, and I'm not afraid mm-hmm. to admit that. But for people who do have mental health issues like depression and that sort of thing, this has got to be a really tough time because oh. because everybody's in the same boat. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, not not to get super duper heavy on this, but I'm, I'm thinking yesterday of the litany of, uh, you know, things that are not going. The dog is dying in the truck and the you know, I've lost my job and blah, 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 all this stuff. And then you put it into perspective with current events and what's going on. And, yeah, I'm uh, you know, I'm feeling oppressed by a year 
<laughs> where, you know, there's the other big thing going on in the world right now is an oppression of entirely different and far more serious nature with the cops and and, yeah. and, and race and all that sort of. And it's really, really hard. like every once in a while, once a bad luck comes your way, I, it's it's OK to feel kind of beaten. Right. But it, it's hard right now to feel defeated because it's like oh my god a no no nothing's going well for anybody right now but it could be yeah. way worse i mean and under you know under the circumstances of a dying dog and a broken truck and a missing wallet it, it i would think that normally it, it can't get a whole lot worse can it but it can so it, i don't know it's just it's difficult it's it's um I just I feel out of place feeling the slightest bit sorry for myself, even though I, there's somewhat of an entitlement. Like, think, things are not going my way right now. Do, do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. so, oh, 100%. So, yeah, I think for people who suffer that, that sort of uh, who are just depressed, naturally, that this has got to be really, really tough. I, there was a great article I was reading over the weekend that once this, this pandemic is over, they're expecting a whole new pandemic of people who just went into this with a little bit of a little bit of an issue and are going to come out just fucked up. Well, like mental health, you mean? Mental, yeah. Yeah, specifically yeah. with mental health. That, that there's would, there's yeah. a lot of people who are really being pushed. A lot of us are being pushed to a lot of limits right now. Like, I mean, here's another example that maybe we can talk about is, is my last CERB payment is coming up. Mm -hmm. And this is a question that's pretty prevalent in the media right now is, okay, this, this is it. This is, this, this is month four for a lot of us who had to sign. Because, I mean, I, immediate, I immediately qualified because I work in the convention business. I was, exactly. I, I was out of a job overnight. So, um, yeah, it, it's um, – uh, there's, there's just – there's a lot – there's just a lot weighing on people's brains right now. That's all. Yeah, it looks – it does – it definitely – I don't know. I can't speak for the event business, but it definitely looks like a lot of the other things are opening up right now, which is yeah. encouraging. I, I, sure, you know? sure. But, um, I mean, yeah. yes, things are opening back up. Like if you're you know, outside of the GTA, I believe they're opening restaurants this weekend, are they not? Uh, I, I don't know the like specifics. I think they are pat yeah, outdoor spaces. Um there's just a lot more information now that sa that that says that like, you know, you can reasonably be safe outside. Right. Um from what people are saying, which is right. not, which is good. Uh it's a breath of fresh air for a lot of people. Uh, I mean, as far as like just as far as the mental health stuff is concerned, like I mean, you know, I I feel per like personally I'm grateful that I I kind of and I'm, and I'm sure with you, Ben, it's the same idea, like, like grateful that like we've like dealt with that and found like a reasonable solution to be able to handle that before all this shit came down. That do is you know what vodka. I mean? Like, yes. You, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But there's a lot, there's definitely a lot of people like I couldn't imagine like if I was in the peak of what, like what I was dealing like depression and anxiety and shit right Man. when this stuff happened and then had to be locked alone by myself for four months. Like, yeah. Like it's tough to say. Like so, I I feel for that. Like there's a lot of people out there that are just man. Just the, honestly, like just even being isolated by yourself, not being able to see your family oh or whatever. Like man, I that would be really tough. I'm again like really fortunate that that's why I think you know as trivial as some of this podcasting shit is. Like I I feel it's important for people 
um, to, to have like friends to listen to and, and, and connect with, uh, even if it's just on our Facebook page, which I think a lot of people are getting a kick out of too. So sure. I mean, yeah, not no, to pat I, ourselves on the back, but I, I do think that like, you know, I mean, when I was, when I was living up in Owen Sound, I didn't really have a whole lot of a, a, a big social circle and I listen to podcasts all the time and it, it wasn't as good as having family and friends right next to you, but it was like a kind of good, decent substitute, you know what I mean? Which is yeah, nice. And it, yeah. And even selfishly speaking for myself, I mean, this has been a doing this is a saving grace for me too. It's a yes, little bit of a respite from an otherwise kind of shitty day. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so and you know, I mean, I, to, just to circle back on what you were saying as well, I don't think that uh, you or people should feel bad if they're having a shit day and they acknowledge that just because there's a fucking global pandemic and there's Black Lives Matters pro doesn't mean that your day is any less shitty. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, if I have if I have a shit, you know, I mean, if I have a shitty day at work. And I'm like, fuck, this fucking job is just dragging me. There's nothing wrong with thinking that. And I shouldn't then think, well, I should be lucky to even have a job. You know what I mean? That's just playing devil's advocate in your own fucking brain that, I mean, it's unnecessary. I think it's okay to to have a shitty job and to think like, wow, like my dog and my truck mm. and my fucking wallet, like Jesus, I know. take it easy. Yeah, I know. Um, right. But it, you know, yes, yes. You're not held down on the street by, you know what I mean? By your neck, by a police officer. And I understand that, you know what I mean? It's all about perspective, but you're not in that situation. You're in your own and it's okay to, uh, to live in a bag of suck sometimes if you want to. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, <laughs> you know I mean? like, yeah. And, you gotta, uh, you gotta pull yourself out of it and you gotta, you know what I mean? Kind of, Pull your pull your socks up again and, and get to it, but you know, I mean it's okay to to think like, man, this fucking this sucks. Blows. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And, and I mean, I'm not even living it. Like you are, you're living it, and I think it sucks for you. Like, just and so, so yeah, my my job the way the where I was going with the restaurants opening up a little bit. I mean, you know, restaurants of you know groups of five are allowed to sit six feet apart on a patio so long as they're not inside. I mean, if that's just being allowed now, I, I deal with gathering 400 people in an indoor space <laughs> sitting all next to each other. Yeah. You know? So I, I don't I don't see my line of work coming back to me having full time hours anytime soon at all. I know. So in the meantime, I'm, I'm doing the odd, odd job thing, beating the shit out of myself. It's <laughs> 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 hard work, man. I moved three and a half tons of garbage by myself yesterday. Good lord! Oh my god! Yeah, man, check this out. I don't know if you can see that friggin' bruise. Whoa, oh, I thought you were showing dude. us your pipes. I was like, yeah. uh, "Are you flexing? How'd you do that? That's so, a, I don't know so, what that is. That's a torn so something. Fuck me, oh, man! Yeah, that's not an impact bruise. That's no, just that, that's not. Like I woke up with this. I went to bed on something Friday, thinking like, arm. ah, my arm hurts a little bit, and then I woke up and this bruise was here, and it's friggin' massive, and nothing hit it. That's but a non-impact bruise. But do you like? Are, does it hurt to move your arm, or is it just like nothing? You're not noticing it, no, anything. It doesn't. It, it, it hurts to uh, uh, do a, like an over overhand motion sort of thing. But I, oh, okay, whatever. whatever. It'll be all right. Yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> shit, yeah, I know, right? Pick it up. <laughs> but um, yeah, 
It's it's been a very uh, again it's it's very introspective times that's for sure reflective times you know what I'm saying yeah it, it definitely can be I think like with the, just going back on the mental health thing one more time I think mm. one of my big strategies that I do is if I if I'm feeling like a piece of shit because sometimes it happens where you're just like man and I, I this literally happened yesterday. Where it's like, man, I feel like crap and I don't want to do anything. Like a lot of the times, all I'll do is I'm just, I just turn into the fucking crash <laughs> and mm -hmm. I, I'm just like, I'm going to be a piece of shit today. And I just like sit down, watch a bunch of movies in a row and eat bullshit for the whole day. And then like <laughs> the next day, and then the next day, usually I wake up and I'm like, all right, I got that out of my system. I'm okay. And then I'll fucking, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's yeah. usually, mental that's, health, that's mental health days are freaking important. Yeah. yeah. And I think people, I think people are scared. You know what I mean? Like if you call, if you wake up in the morning one day, I think people would, uh, people are hesitant to call their boss and say, Hey, listen, I'm not coming in today. Very Bob, much. So, so you know why? especially because I'm, I'm just not fucking feeling it. I know. That's why but, I, mean. Yeah, I mean, and in today's climate right now where jobs are scant and you're trying like hell to hang on to one, be taking a sick day off of any kind right now for a lot of people is a scary prospect. For yeah, sure. You know, think, I, there are way more people clamoring for your job right now than there would be under normal circumstances. Yeah. Man. Well, you're still entitled to take a sick day. If you have a fucking job right now, yeah. you are entitled to a certain amount of sick days per year. Like this is part of your yeah. job. So yeah. if you're feeling like shit, if you're feeling like this is just getting to be too much and you can afford to do it, fucking call in sick. Yeah. Take a sick day. You have 10. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not sure if the rule still stands, but you have 10 where you get or, or two at least where you get paid sick days. You can just take a sick day and get paid for it, but take a day. Yeah. Like Chris, like Chris said, sit there and yeah, binge binge some shitty tv and eat some garbage food and lay on the couch and do uh do you for mm -hmm. a day because it, it does you come out of it the next day and you're like wow fuck i can't do that every day yeah. <laughs> I, i'd be a, i'd be slothingly big if i did that every day yeah. so some damn people, it, like, some people are some people are different like well everyone's different but like for like for me <laughs> I like the the rest days I really make I put it make them a priority just because I know how like my brain works if I if I go pedal to the metal too much or I don't give myself time in the day to just chill out and do fucking absolutely nothing for a little bit like it's it's use like I'll just the next day like I, I'll be useless you know what I mean so yeah it is yeah, what it see, is some I, people just I need wish to I could do that time. yeah I wish I could do that I sit here and pontificate about all the things that you should do but what I do is just let it all build up till I get fucking frustrated and yeah. yell at somebody that's how I that's how I react yeah, I can do like that, that too like that thing you I, take a fucking day every once thing I was saying there about you know uh, the, like it's really important especially with, with mental health again you, is you gotta talk it out and that you know for men particularly I I, I for men my age and up it, it's just like remember we were talking i think it was about a week ago or so and uh mark was saying how you know men don't talk about their emotions as much and chris mm. you mentioned no I, I don't have an issue with that at all but i do think like i'm i'm a gen xer right so my parents are boomers and they're still firmly in that camp of men don't talk about their feelings they just don't uh, I I was raised that way, uh, mm -hmm. that, and it's it's very challenging for me to do that. Like really, really challenging. So uh, just it, it, and I'm not saying that it's just men my age and up who have a hard time talking about their emotions. But you know, specifically, I, I know a lot of guys around my age and and older old school, who, guys. old school guys who really do have a hard time and really really suffer with that. 
So for sure, uh, if there are any guys listening to who, again, I'm going to be 50 this year. You just talk it out, man. Like, honestly, don't sit there and seethe on it because it just it'll eat you up. Yeah, and have a good cry. Just fucking have mm-hmm. a good old cry. Yeah. You don't even need to like. That doesn't necessarily mean that you need to like, like occupy every conversation with. No, no. By bringing it up, like for me, like I don't. It's it's not like something that like I bring up in conversation all the time. But I no. mean, like it's more like being honest with yourself about it. It's like for sure. You no. Know, like talking like instead of just ignore in your internal dialogue ignoring it and being like oh whatever i'm fine you know what i yeah. mean like instead just being like yeah you know what i kind of feel like shit today like, yeah like this i don't know there's nothing wrong with that i don't well think. i mean until until very very recently I, w- I wouldn't even admit that you know i'm on medication for a quote-unquote yeah, yeah, mental yeah. health issue it was just you know again it's like an old school guy you don't you don't talk about that kind of shit you know but Unless somebody does. I'm not saying I'm any hero, but I'm just saying, like, I have kind of thought to myself, it would I, it would be a benefit maybe to, I know it's beneficial to me. It might be beneficial to somebody else to go, yeah, okay, I need I need to talk about my shit because yeah. it's, oh, yeah. it's I have a, my life and, and the I people around me. I have a monthly me. appointment. I have a monthly appointment, and by the end of it, I'm fucking usually weeping, and mm-hmm. I'm exhausted because it's just uh, – it's an emotional release. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm just, conv- I'm not convinced, like for me, like, especially the older I get, I remember when, I remember when I was young and like dealing with this stuff and like looking outwardly at other people and that seemed to be happy. And I'd be like, Oh, why am I the only one that's not happy? And I would be like, really internalize that shit and feel bad about it or whatever. And feel like, Oh, there's gotta be something wrong with me because I'm, I'm, the person that that's not happy when everyone else is enjoying their time but like the older i get the more i just see the reality is that like you know some people are just better at, like some people i'm not saying that people aren't genuinely happy but a lot of people are just better at like you know pretending that stuff's fine than, mm. than i would be do you know what I mean? Like, I just, I'm not convinced that everybody's living, like, everyone deals with, with bullshit on a regular basis, you know what I mean? And everyone's mm-hmm. got stuff in the background that, that either they let affect them or don't let affect them or whatever, but, you know, it's it's just, it's not, like, the, the idea that, that there's other people that exist that live, like, this perfect life and that are never upset and everything works out for them. Like I, I just don't believe that that exists I anymore. Buy, I, I don't it's buy not that. True. It's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting that you can go into a room of people that you don't know and you'll look around that room and just hear their conversations. And from a surface perspective, you, all you're looking at is the good shit mm-hmm, exactly. that they have going on. And you, all you look, when you look at yourself, all you think of is the negative stuff when, yeah, they, they go home and they have this. They could be thinking the same shit, <laughs> but you don't think about that. Absolutely, I think well, I do that all the time. Yeah, yeah, all the time. I always think, oh, you know what I mean. From a from a career perspective, like just someone that's a fucking lawyer is no happier or better off in their life than somebody that's a you know what I mean a garbage man. No. I'm just trying to use a little bit of a opposite ends of the like this guy um, yeah so but yeah but you immediately think that oh you know, i mean this person's more successful from a business perspective so therefore they must be happier well what are they giving up to do that and no one ever thinks about that so. yeah oh, oh and and side note um remember we were talking about uh, generalizations and women and moving mm-hmm. um the same rule applies to junk <laughs> removal gentlemen <laughs> uh, I can tell you this. I, no, I went to do a house yesterday, and there's a lovely woman uh, there who I said, "Okay, so what needs to come out?" And you know, like what's got to go? 
So she showed me this over here and this over here and this over here. So I move it all, throw it all up in the truck, close the gate, lock the latch, start the truck. Oh, and there's this too. Oh, and there's that. <laughs> and by the way, the first oh, and there's this too, was a tree stump. I'm like, what? <laughs> how, did, how did that slip your mind? It's the size of a sedan. <laughs> oh, and there's this. <laughs> God damn it. So I, I got a laugh out of that, actually. But um, So you get getting back to this whole re- reality situation and the curb thing, because Mark mentioned that it's, that's kind of a hot topic of conversation. It is a Wednesday. We usually talk about COVID-related stuff on Wednesdays on Black Sheep Radio. So, yeah, what what is now what? This is the last month. This is the last month for, for, for this benefit. And guys, uh, now... Well, there's, I, I know, for, I know yeah, there's, been a, there's been a lot of debate between the three of us. I'm on that sort of, okay, it's time to loosen these restrictions. we got to start paying for this shit. You guys have been firmly in the camp of, no, we got to ride this out. And so now the tables have kind of flipped on the, oh, no, we need to be, we need to be on lockdown and be safe and do what we're told and all that sort of stuff. Now, mm-hmm. because there's a lot of people going, okay. You no, know, we've been good, and we're locked down, and my business is still closed. But uh, this this government money's out. This is it. Like, for me, yeah. Thank, thank um, God, I've got these these cash jobs on the side. They're helping me make ends meet. But and I mean, like the curb benefit is it 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 covers things. It's certainly not two thousand dollars. I I make more than two thousand dollars in a month. Like I clear more than two thousand dollars, not hell of a lot, but. Enough um, to that, mm-hmm. you know, the, the $2,000 is paying my rent, mm-hmm. ultimately. Yeah. Like, it's keeping us afloat. But And, and, and the, 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 the stuff on the side, the, the odd jobs that I'm doing here and there are just... That's, keeping that's, the lights on. They, yeah, like, it really, I'm not out, I'm not out on, on beer benders and I'm not taking vacations. I'm just trying to keep the lights on. Exactly. Yeah. So now what? Because we're those of us who are out of work as a result of this thing and, and can't go back to work as a result of them saying you can't go back to work yet. OK, now what's what's your plan now? God That's knows I want to go back to work. I want to go back to my job, man. I want, I, 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 yeah, I, I want my job back and I'm not going to get my job back until all of this is over. And then, then, like we were just saying, and then there's going to be, I don't know if I have a job to go back to, but my, you know, the point is right now, right now, in the present, my last payment's coming up. After this time, a month from now, I'm going to be going, now what, Mm -hmm. you know? So there's a lot of stuff out. Like yesterday, uh, Trudeau came out and said uh, that that he announced like that he's pursuing legislation to punish people that have taken advantage of the CERB in a unreasonable way so like oh and there are those people make no mistake ton of them yeah so that was that was one of the big news things right now people are i mean you know there are people asking that question right now what do we do after this like when my job comes away i that's a great question and i think they've done a good job of rolling stuff out as um as the necessity as as required i wouldn't be surprised if they extended uh, employment insur- like ei to people that aren't be able to to pick up a job or, or some some sort of um right situation there uh it's it's tough though man like i i, I don't know what i don't know what the future holds i think that's probably wow. um 
Yeah, there, there's a, there's a there's a lot of art, there's a lot of articles coming out right now, especially on global. Um, this is one article that I'm looking at in particular about like what do people do once it gets maxed out um, the, for the people that that applied on in April when when it first started. And I have a I have another I have, some diff- I have a different question, uh, and this is one I haven't brought up that is very much I think in favor of. Um, we got to get back to work here is the more we're extending these benefits, the more we're extending EI and handing out checks to people who can't work and, and, and saying, okay, well, you know, if the government's good, does anyone, has anyone really taken the time to think about the debt we're leaving our kids and their mm. kids and their kids? Yeah. You know, you know like I we're hear that, oh, getting by, not, but, but oh my God, it's, the fucking debt that my kids generation is incurring for that your kids mark are, are they're going to be paying for I this understand. for their entire lifetimes but it's not like in you know what i mean they had a fucking plan that in the year 2035 they were going to stop income tax and they were going to stop taxes we tax is going to fucking continue forever and ever and ever what that tax is going to pay for who fucking gives a shit they take it from you anyway if they want to pay to pay this serb from 20 years prior then that's fine it doesn't matter at least this way it focuses what they're fucking paying back christ instead of just wasting it all um taxes weren't gonna stop so that part of things like we need to protect the generation now uh i get that you know what i mean in 20 years the kids are still going to be paying these taxes they were going to be paying taxes anyway Mm. (laughs) so what's Mm. the difference i don't know well yeah but is I don't know if that's a bit short-sighted. It, 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 they can't just keep maybe. printing money, you know. I mean, like this no. is well, no, this is that's an the thing. enormous it's... debt that we are taking on. Our, our federal governments are taking on unheard of debt. Like the scary, the, there, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, there, there's there's paying back all of the the CRB payments um, via ta- ta- taxes are going to yeah. go up, right? Oh God, ta- taxes yeah. are going up. There's no there's no denying it. Um, it's unfortunate that. Uh, the federal government isn't great at spending and utilizing that tax money. I mean, this is a good example, but they've definitely wasted a lot of money that we've sent them in the past. That's like kind of Hmm. goes, goes with the fucking territory. Um, But it's just, I, there's, there's not just that though. Like there's going to be people that like, like the housing market is going to be very interesting to see what happens with like my, like, I mean, I, I haven't, bought a property you know so it's a little bit like i'm a little bit late to the game as far as my age bracket but like like the younger people are going to have a harder and harder time buying a property and i think unless we protect there's the there's <coughs> unless we protect the the canadian um home buyers uh from from uh foreign investment there's another thing like there's a lot of money outside of canada that's going to buy up all of our real estate like there's there's a lot of shit on the horizon here that, yeah. that, that nobody knows what's going to happen about and and you know i, I you want to trust in the canadian government or whoever that happens to be considering now it's it's the liberals or whoever falls that you want to trust be able to trust in them to look out for our best interests. but it's like you know i don't i don't know that that's necessarily like like fool me once, shame on shame on on you. You know what I mean? But like, mm, I, yeah, I don't yeah. I don't believe George that, W. Bush. That, yeah, there's an old yeah, saying. It's, it's true. <laughs> I think yeah. it's in Tennessee. I think it's in Tennessee. I don't fucking or Texas. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that I can necessarily trust that the government's going to be following and, and making taking care of everyday Canadians because it's just like, yes, this is one example of them doing so with the CERB and whatnot, and and but but. 
I, I, I struggle to find other examples over the, my 33 years on the planet. You know what I mean? Mm. So, it, so, so we'll, we'll see. Uh, the, the, the financial, I, I'm, I'm very interested, I guess, to yeah. see what happens in August. And it's been I mean, two months for some people. Some people still have until uh, they'll still get payment in August 1st. But I'm curious to see what that what that summer looks like. Um, I'm also curious to see if, you know what I mean, we release all these restrictions and, uh, you know what I mean, at the same time that there's these pro. I'm curious to see what kind of, you know I mean, boomerang effect we're going to have. Protesters, kind of, you mean psychopaths? Yeah, yeah, The psychopaths. No, 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 I mean protesters of Black Lives Matters at the same oh, time. Oh, no, I know, but, the, I know, but they're, not, they're not social form. distancing in these protests. They're psychopaths. No, I know. So, so, so last, last week, I think, uh, I think it was, when did I send that? Did I send that last week? Maybe it was over the weekend, but there was an article that came out of, there's a lot of fucking bullshit studies out there, but this one in particular, I just thought was funny because I wanted to send it to Ben. I need to see it. And it said psychopathic traits linked to non-compliance with social distancing guidelines amid the coronavirus pandemic. New research. This is from the article. This is from SciPost.org. Who knows how legitimate this website is? I've never heard of it before. So take that for what it's worth. Um, it says new research provides some initial evidence that certain antagonistic personality traits are associated with ignoring preventative measures meant to halt the spread <laughs> of the novel coronavirus. Um, I think it's a stretch. Sorry. A like, stretch. I, I think it's a big, big, big time stretch. I would say that. Dude, I, I, I know yogis who would say that's a stretch. Yeah. Like this is are you kidding me? Jesus. Uh, the internet is so good. Yeah, yeah. I did read it. I read a thing yesterday saying uh, it was saying it was talking about, I mean, people saying that people that are out protesting civil rights right now aren't respecting the pandemic rules. And they said it's like getting on the bus and the bus driver tells you to put your seatbelt on like. Oh, absolutely I'll put my seatbelt on it's like getting on the bus and the bus driver tells you to get your seatbelt on and then starts opening fire on all the people on the bus you know what probably gonna undo my seatbelt um, <laughs> so yeah it was an interesting way of looking at uh, you know I mean they're, they're forced out onto the streets right now to protest mm. but I'm just curious to see what kind of I for one am enormous cases, I, I, a ton of cases and coming up I know but I, I for one am resentful towards somebody who would say that uh, Anybody protesting this legitimately is, uh, you know, isn't obeying the rules. I mean, my, oh, my no, get Christ, out there and uh, th this, this is not an isolated incident. This is years of pent up frustration. If you're out protesting, Absolutely. power to you, I say. Absolutely. And can I say that even when those in those huge groups, you still see a lot of people trying to keep their distance. Mm -hmm. like yeah. Maybe that's why the protest looks even bigger. It's taking up more space because everybody is. Well, <laughs> yeah, too, too, too bad this couldn't have happened for Trump during his inauguration. He would have had a crowd as big as he says it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Either they, thrown in so a there's... quarter of Obama's <laughs> attendance, but then, you know, space him out six feet, then uh, Trump's looking pretty good. 
So remember, <laughs> remember the Trinity Bellwoods fiasco where it was nobody was socially distancing and whatnot, and left There's, a bunch uh, of garbage all over the place and took shits well, in people's driveways. Yes, I remember yeah. that. Um, so from what <laughs> I'm hearing, <laughs> yeah. from what I'm hearing, and what what what, what I mean, there's a couple articles that came out yesterday that were saying that there's no evidence that there what that we're going to lead to a coronavirus spike from the Trinity Bellwoods. Um, fiasco there. Sorry, repeat right? that? We are going oh, really? to... There is we going are, to be, There won't be. There hasn't there. been any evidence that it caused a spike in any way whatsoever is what, the, what they're saying so far. I read a thing saying that 20, between 20 to 30-year-olds are the highest... Uh, New cases are the most amount yeah. of new cases to thirty year olds. Yeah, I so, believe it. Yeah, it's a lot of it I, is I, because I, what there's old people at Trinity Bellwoods Park. I saw a lot of stupid fucking young people. Well, I uh, what, that was like that wasn't specifically for Canada. Like I like that like the the twenty to thirty year old thing is like a general like North America Western culture kind of thing, and and mm. a lot of people are attributing that to the fact that most of those people work in like service frontline service jobs like retail or whatnot and they're still working so uh, now that all those places are opening up again like these 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 uh people that um are going to be like you know bagging your groceries or whatever for lack of a better term or cooking your cooking your meals are going to be exposing themselves that way right from what I remember, from what but I've it, read, at least. I mean, but it, again, the whole, the, the, it's funny. It just seems like it is, it's okay. So I guess the, my frustration lies in the fact that uh, if, you know, there's an article out there that says if you're, you're not distancing enough, you're a psychopath. Let's go back to the Trinity Bellwoods thing, okay? So we've got a whole bunch of people. No, they weren't distancing. They were also throwing litter all over the place and taking shits in driveways. Yeah. Um, there's not an article that says, you know, if you shit in someone's driveway, you might be a psychopath. <laughs> we're not pointing out that you're a psychopath because you just took a dump in an old lady's driveway. But you weren't distancing before you did that. So you must be a psychopath. <laughs> Like it just <laughs> enough, enough. Yeah, with the, with I, the I, don't guilt, need, with, with I don't think you need. I don't think you need guilt. a. I don't. I don't think you need a study to tell somebody that they shouldn't be shitting on a fucking drive. Somebody or littering driveway, all but. over a beach. Like those people are psychopaths long before they didn't socially. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Properly, yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. For um, sure. Yeah. Like uh, just. Enough with the guilt, you know, for those for those of us who are just trying to get back out in the world and make ends meet enough with the guilt. I, I, mm. I don't need to feel any worse about it. Well, it's relatively safe right now. You know, I mean, not like knock on wood. We'll see how it goes. But like the last couple, the last couple bouts of numbers have been have been really encouraging. I think mm. yesterday was like 240 cases in Ontario. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's the, last, it's time, going the down. last time there was under 400. It's because they missed counting 80 of them. So and then yeah. they're like, oh, actually, sorry, it was 460. Yes, fair enough. Like, oh. Um, but we'll we'll see. I mean, two, like like two hundred and forty new cases in one day for Ontario is pretty good, given the fact that that we're looking at uh, like like it's one of the most populous areas oh, yeah. of Canada in general. Mm. It's it's you know it's 
I'll take yeah, that. If the most, I, I think if, that's if, as if good the as most we're densely get. populated part of the country, we've only got 240 new cases. I, I, I think it's time to just get back to fucking work. I, I got to be honest with you. Yeah, it looks like we're it looks like we're on track, man. Like it really yeah. it really does look like we're on track, which is really nice. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, I hopefully like like I went uh, kayaking over the weekend, you know, and and did some socially distance outside stuff with with some friends, and mm-hmm. I feel fine doing that now. Just looking at the numbers and seeing what the deal is and and it was nice thing like it was nice to kind of you know yeah see people i i am I'm, I'm just at that that point where i i know you guys were highly disagreed with that that facebook post that i shared but there is i i am firmly in the camp now that listen if if you want to continue on with your restrictions i totally respect that if you want to stay mm. home i respect that if you don't want to go to work because you fear for your safety i respect that just don't make me feel like an asshole mm-hmm. because I don't feel that way is 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 basically it. I got yeah. a job to do and I, I feel I feel safe going out and I'm very responsible about my distancing and sanitizing and and all of it. Like I'm, I'm doing I- I'm doing the right things. And I think that that is the majority of people who are going out now. It's not people who are saying I, I you know, my civil rights are being violated. I, I think that that part of it. The, the the gun-toting Michigan nut bars who are, you know, claiming tyranny and all that bullshit. I think that's the minority of people who want to get back out now. I think the majority of us are just people who are, A, um, not buying it anymore, that there there is this clear and imminent danger, and B, need to get back to work. I need to work. That's can, it. I, can I ask you a question, though? Because... Whether or not things open up in two weeks or two, your job of like conference banquet hall fucking job, that's done. It's like that's done. like saying I work. That's like saying I work at a buffet and I can't wait to get back to fucking work. It's not happening. Right. So you're gonna, you're gonna have to find something else to do. I am. So I know it. as it is as it is right now. What is it that you are not able to do that you so desperately want to do right now? Right now, like what is? Yeah, what is it that you want to do? You can you can go to the beer store, grab a case of beer. You can go fucking get your groceries. You can do okay. everything. You can go to your cottage. Um, uh, okay, you there, can there do you go. So I, uh, everything really that you want to do, except on your way to the cottage, you can't go take a piss in the Tim Hortons bathroom or do. The, I mean, like that. Those are the things that are that you're not able. Maybe and maybe I just lead a, a fucking basic life that doesn't require a lot of destinations but i just don't know like i guess like not having an outdoor playground for the kids like that kind of sucks but whatever like it's not really the fucking end of the world so i just i'm just wondering what it is that there's there aren't many i'm I'm gonna be be perfectly honest with you there aren't a lot of things there aren't a lot of restrictions on me right now but the one that does come to mind is um like I can't bring my oldest daughter to that cottage up north because she's above. She's my immediate family, but she's an adult. So she, like she's she's in her mid twenties. She doesn't count as one of my kids. She counts as a visitor. No visitors. Well, no visitors oh, allowed. I, oh, right, so I, I, I can't, see. I can't. I can't. I can't have my kids up to our our summer getaway spot. That that that's one. And I know that sounds incredibly whiny. You asked. There isn't, yeah. a, there isn't a whole lot, I feel, that's restricting me right now. I don't feel as mm. choked out as I did two, three weeks ago. Like, I mm. do, you know what I mean? I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not feeling like, oh, my Christ, enough's enough. I, 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 I think that we, we are reaching that sort of nice, happy medium where 
we're taking precautions. There are still safeguards in place for people who insist on curbside pickup and online shopping and staying at home and social and all those different things. There, there is a little bit of a cushion left for you, but not a whole lot. So, I mean, me, it is I, nice you know, for me, things to be opened my, up a bit. Yeah. And yeah. me, this is my last curb thing. And, and thank God that things are loosened up enough that I can, I, I can go out there in the day and, and look for work and find things to do. Right. Yeah, I, like yeah. I'm not so locked down. That I really, when this thing, when this $2,000 a month benefit runs out, I'm not, I'm not worried about starving. I can go out and find something to do. Well, because you're a smart guy and you're motivated and you're a fucking hard worker, and these are all well, these are all traits are. that are going to fucking yeah. benefit you very well. Sure, but it's just a matter of giving me a shit ton of jobs. Right, you just have to fucking. What are you willing to do? Right, and for me, all all it's about is just okay, fine. Uh, you know, there's there's this is happening, and I, and my job is gone as a result. I've accepted that. I get it, and I, I really I really don't think I, I I know I can't wait long enough. Without working, going, oh, no, there's a career waiting for me where I just wait. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I got to work. So, like, at the very least, I will say I do feel that there is ample opportunity now as opposed to maybe a month ago where somebody like me can actually go out and find a job, something, mm-hmm. something yep. just to make ends meet. So... In that yeah, regard, no, I'm, I'm kind of. I saw a ton of jobs. I looked last week and I saw a ton. I sent myself <laughs> a bunch of links, and you know, what I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to go pick up dog shit in someone's backyard. So I they want jobs like that. <laughs> well, you always do that. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be a lawyer or a garbage man, like me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Quit, quit throwing the lowly garbage man, and with the things could be worse title, will you? Because I'm about to go out and do it again. Son of a wrong <laughs> name, you fucking asshole. You fucking hairy prick. You're gonna be like, well, at least, at least you're not a bald garbage man. Oops. Oh shit. <laughs> Supposed to be a hot one today too, no? Oh man! <laughs> there we go. Thanks, Chris. There's the there's the hot icing oh, on the cake. No, and here, well, here's the thing: is like, I'm, I'm I'm using muscles every day, and I'm I'm gaining muscle, but I'm still losing weight. Like, yeah, I just weighed myself. I'm five foot eleven, an average frame, and I weigh 168 pounds. Man, you're gonna I, be like Lance Armstrong. By dude, the end of this. I drank I drank four liters of water yesterday, and I didn't piss till I got home. Oh my god! Like, it's just it's all just sweat. But it's good. It's, it's awesome. It, 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 is, it is. It's a honestly, it's a great feeling at the end of the day. There's something yeah. for sure. There's something really, and especially after you know, 25 years of sitting at a desk and and always getting the knock of, look, that's not real work. We'll get into that argument any other time. Radio's work. It's just a different kind. But anyway, it, it is. Yeah. There's there's something honestly. There's something. I don't, I don't know if I want to call it spiritually uplifting, although maybe yeah. I will call it that. Coming home at the end of the day, just feeling beat to shit. Like, oh, God, you know, you, like I just I gave her all day long and you get home and it's sore and aches and pains and everything else. But there is there's something about like like, like that, um, like runner's high, the you know, marathon runners yeah. talk about that sort of endorphin rush of just driving yourself to the absolute limit. I can now identify with that. I can. That's the way I feel after a day with the girls. <laughs> yeah, right? Fuck. Yeah, you do that thing where you throw up halfway through and then you fight your way through it. Same thing. <laughs> FIFA does that for me. <laughs> Just playing FIFA on Xbox. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, good, get a good session. 
Sleep like a baby <laughs> after. Ooh, Break another controller. My thumb, yeah, exactly. man. My thumb. Oh, just my kicking thumb. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right, gentlemen. Yeah, I uh, better get ready to head out for another fun and frivolous day. Right on. But, um, yeah. Hey, listen, guys. I want to say thanks to both of you for the time, uh, like doing this, and, and uh, again, you know, perspective. Yes, it's been a shitty couple of days, so thanks for your patience, anyway. And hopefully, yeah. the doubt was going to be okay. Yeah, we'll Doug. See. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, stay strong. Think of yeah, Doug. We'll, we'll we'll check in tomorrow and see how he's doing for sure. <laughs> All right, man. All right, see you guys. Thank you, my brothers. Bye, Thanks for listening to Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LaFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter.